My grandpa loved the Chicago Cubs, so of course I did too. Ernie Banks, the Chicago Cubs, and my grandpa are inextricably intertwined in my brain and heart. Despite loving Ernie Banks and the Cubs, I never followed a baseball season from start to finish until 2016, which I picked simply because that January 11th marked my grandpa's 120th birthday. In his honor, and in honor of Ernie Banks, who had died the year before, I got a baseball app and paid close attention to every single Cubs game for the season. The only week I couldn't follow the games was when I was birding in Cuba, where news from the U.S. is blocked. I really was planning to follow the Cubs just that one season, but over the course of it, I grew to care about the players. The one I followed diligently every year and become increasingly fond of has been Anthony Rizzo. When he comes up to bat, I find myself singing in Maria's voice from West Side Story, Tony, Tony, Tony. The night the Cubs won the World Series with Bryant throwing that final infield grounder to Rizzo to make the final out, I was so thrilled that I couldn't settle down until 1 a.m. When I took my little dog Pip outside before finally heading to bed, a boreal owl was calling in my backyard. Clearly, I was not the only one celebrating. In 2008, while he was still in the minor leagues, Anthony Rizzo had Hodgkin's lymphoma, the horrible disease that killed one of my cousins back in the 70s. Fortunately, treatment has improved amazingly since then, and Rizzo made a complete recovery. He and his foundation have been tireless advocates for families dealing with cancer and for cancer research. Rizzo grew up in Parkland, Florida, and attended Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. After the horrifying school shooting in 2018, he attended vigils for the victims and helped raise large amounts of money for victims, their families, and the school. And Rizzo is well known to be an excellent role model for rookies and an essential glue binding his team together. But perhaps the most compelling reason I singled him out from the start is that he looks a lot like my son Joe, who lives in Florida, where Rizzo came from. Ernie Banks was always a Cub from the start of his career in the major leagues until the end, so I never had to work out which was more important to me, the team itself, or my favorite individual player. Last year, I had to figure that out the hard way when the Cubs traded Rizzo to the New York Yankees. What I discovered was that now I also follow the New York Yankees. Rizzo, a left-handed slugger, has always hugged the plate, a time-honored strategy for hitting that put him on the All-Star team three times and made him an MVP almost 50 times during his career. He's hit 32 home runs this year, 12th best in the majors, and behind only Aaron Judge in the Yankees.
but his strategy for hitting also places him in jeopardy for getting hit by pitches. He's not crazy. Rizzo stays in the batter's box, never crossing into the strike zone where the pitchers are ostensibly aiming. But in three of the seasons he's played, he's led the major leagues in the number of times he's been hit by a pitch. On Thursday, September 22nd, Rizzo got hit by a pitch again, the 19th time this season and the 197th in his career, something I've been looking forward to for a long time because it places Rizzo in 10th place in the all-time Major League Baseball standings for hits by pitches tied with Minnie Minoso. Then on Monday the 26th, he got hit again. So with 198 hit-by-pitches, Anthony Rizzo is now tied with Frank Robinson for ninth place. Being hit by any pitch is dangerous as well as painful. In 1920, Ray Chapman, playing for Cleveland, was hit in the head by Yankee pitcher Carl Mays. Blood gushed out of his ear, and he died 12 hours later. Despite that death and many other serious injuries, it wasn't until December 1970 that Major League Baseball set a strictly enforced helmet mandate. The Rizzo bobblehead on my desk near my signed Ernie Banks baseball depicts Rizzo wearing his Yankees batter's helmet. Baseball players are not the only ones who can be hit by a pitch. On March 24, 2001, during a spring training game, Diamondback pitcher Randy Johnson threw a 100 to 103-mile-per-hour ball that made it about three-quarters of the way to the plate when suddenly the ball disappeared in an explosion of feathers. Somehow a hapless bird had flown by at precisely the wrong moment. The umpire, catcher, and batter were stunned. When they figured out what happened, it was ruled a no-pitch because the ball never reached either the bat or home plate. Ornithologists interviewed by Newsweek at the time said it was most likely a morning dove, but I cannot find evidence that the carcass was retrieved to be accurately identified. One of the articles about it is illustrated with a photo of a Eurasian collared dove, which tells you how important ornithological accuracy is in the sporting world. But regardless, I'm very glad that Anthony Rizzo is sturdier than that bird. Rizzo must have noticed birds during his childhood, and one would hope that his education at the high school named for one of the most important environmental writers in Florida's history would have made him aware of some of Florida's bird life. I don't know if he ever noticed a peregrine falcon flying over Wrigley Field, as I once did, or if he ever walked past the Picasso at Chicago Civic Center when clouds of pigeons took off, or if he's ever taken a stroll through Greenwood Cemetery in Brooklyn and noticed the monk parakeets. I know if I were a baseball player, I'd spend at least part of my downtime on road trips checking out the local bird life, but I doubt that most real professional baseball players have time to notice birds at all outside of freak accidents. So far, I don't think any baseball announcers or news reporters have noticed that Rizzo made it to the all-time top 10 in baseball history for being hit by pitches, much less asked him about the birds in his life. 
but it sure would be fun to know what my favorite baseball player's favorite bird is. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.